everyone and welcome to another episode of warrior cats um i will only be able to um read um for about 10 minutes because i gotta get to bed soon (laughs) um and then um yeah okay uh let's get started Now he was glad that he had gobbled up the remains of the rabbit he had caught for Yellowfang. There would be nothing else for him to eat until he was out hunting again tomorrow. Firepaw wandered over to Graypaw. His friend had eaten his fill and lay with Ravenpaw outside the apprentice's den. He was stretched out on his side, rhythmically, Watching a foreleg, Graypaw saw Firepaw approach and paused in his looking. His blue has Blue Star mentioned your punishment yet? He asked. Not yet, Firepaw replied gloomily. Graypaw narrowed, narrowed her eyes, his eyes sympathetically, and said nothing. Blue Star call call sounded across the clearing. Let all those cats old enough to catch their own prey join together for a a meeting of our clan. Most of the warriors had finished eating and, like Graypaw, were busy grooming themselves. They lifted themselves themselves gracefully to their paws and walked over to the high rock where Blue Star wanted to speak. Come on. Mew Graypaw. He leaped by. Leaped by. Ravenpaw and Firepaw followed him, as he cam- scampered over and nudged his way forward into a good position. I'm sure you'll you have heard, all heard about the pr- prisoner we brought back with us today. Blue Star began. But there is something else you need to know. She glanced down at the r- rattled she cat. Rattled she cat who lay very still beside that high rock. Can you hear me from there? She asked. I may be old, but I'm not deaf yet. Yellowfing spat in reply. Blue Star ignored the prisoner's hostile tone and continued. I'm afraid I have some very grave news. Today I traveled with a patrol into Wind Clan territory. The air was filled with the scent of Shadow Clan. Almost every tree had been sprayed by Shadow Clan warriors, and we met no one clan cats even through we journeyed deep into their heartland. Her wo- wo- words were met with silence. Fireball saw confusion in the faces of the clan cats. Do you mean Shadow Clan ha- has chased them out? Called Smallier hesitantly. We can't be sure. Blue Star meowed. Certainly, the scent of Shadow Clan has been everywhere. We found blood too, and fur. There must have been a battle. Through, we found no blood bodies from either clan. A shocked yowl rose from the crowd in a single voice. Firepaw felt the cats around him stiffen with shock and fury. Never before had one clan driven out, uh, driven another from its hunting grounds. How can Wind Clan have been driven out? One eye croaked hoarsely. Shadow Clan is fierce, but Wind Clan is many. They have lived in the uplands for generations. Why? Why? 
Why have they been chased out now? She, she looked, she shook her head anxiously, her whiskers trembling. I don't know the answers to of your any of your questions, meowed Bluestar. It is well known that ShadowClan has recently appointed a new leader, following the death of Ragged Star. Their new leader, Broken Star, gave no hint of any threat when he met him at the last gathering. Perhaps Yellowfang has answers, snarled Darkstripe. After all, she is a shadow of ShadowClan. I'm no traitor. Nothing would make me share the secrets of ShadowClan with a brute like you, growled Yellowclan, Yellowfang, glaring aggressively at Darkstripe. The ThunderClan warrior moved forward, ears flat, eyes closed to slits, ready for a fight. Stop, yelled Bluestar. Darkstripe immediately halted in his tracks, even through Yellowfang goaded him on with blazing eyes and a ferocious hiss. That's enough, Bluestar growled. This situation is too serious for us to be fighting among ourselves. ThunderClan must prepare itself. From this moonrise onward, warriors will travel in larger groups. Other clan members will remain close to the camp. Patrols will travel the boundary edges more frequently, and all the kits must stay in the nursery. The cats below her nodded in agreement. Guys, we're going to take a short break. Um, We'll be back in a couple of seconds. Okay, um, now back to, um, uh, the episode. Blue Star continued. Our, our need for warriors is our greatest obstacle. We shall get around this by speeding up the training of our apprentices. They need to be ready even sooner to fight our camp. Firepaw saw Dust, Dustpaw and Sandpaw exchange a thrilled glance. Graypaw was gazing up at Blue Star, his eyes wide with excitement. Ravenpaw just shuffled his paws anxiously. The black apprentice's wide eyes showed worry rather than excitement. Blue Star went on. One young cat has been sharing mentors with Graypaw and Ravenpaw. By teaching him, I shall speed up the training of all three apprentices. She paused and looked down at her clan. I shall take on Firepaw as my own apprentice. Firepaw opened his eyes wide in amazement. Blue Star to be his mentor? Beside him, Graypaw gasped, gasped, unable to hide his surprise. What an honor. It's been moons since Blue Star had an apprentice. Usually she trains only the kits of deputies. Then a familiar voice rose from the front of the crowd. It was Tiger Claw. So Firepaw is to be rewarded, not punished, for feeding an enemy warrior when he sh- when he when he should have been feeding his own clan. Firepaw is my apprentice now. I will deal with him. And he answered Blue Star. She stared into Fireclaw's fierce eyes for a moment before lifting her head to address the whole clan. Once more, Yelfing will be allowed to stay here until she has recovered her strength. We are warriors, not savages. 
she is to be treated with respect and cure courtesy but the clan the clan cannot support yelping dark sharp protested we have too many mouths to feed already yeah gray paul whispered into firepaw's ear and some of them are bigger than others i don't need anyone to care for for me spat yelping and i'll split open anyone who tries friendly isn't she gray paul murmured Firepaw flicked the tip of his tail in silent agreement. There were muffled meows from the other warriors as they grudgingly recognized the enemy's warrior, the enemy warrior's fighting spirit. Blue Star ignored the murmuring. We shall kill two prey. We shall kill two prey with one blow, as it were. Firepaw, as punishment for breaking the warrior code. It will be your responsibility to care for Yellowfang. You will hunt for her and tend to her wounds. You will fetch her fresh bedding and clear away her dirt. Yes, Blue Star, mewed Firepaw, his head bowed in submission. Clear away her dirt, he thought to himself. Ugh. Mocking yowls came from Dustpaw and Sandpaw. Good idea, hissed Dustpaw. Firepaw had better be good at cracking fleas. And hunting, added Sam Paul. That sack of bones is going to need feed- feeding up. Enough, Blue Star interrupted them. I hope Fire Paul will find no shame in caring for Yelfin. She is a healer, and she is his elder. For those reasons alone, he should respect her. She s- shot a sharp glance at Sam Paul and this Paul. And there is no humiliation in caring for another cat when she is unable to take care of herself. The meeting is over. I would like to speak to to my sister, senior warriors, alone. With that, she jumped down from the high rock and marched toward her den. Lionheart followed her. The other clan cats began to move away from the high rock. One or two couldn't congratulated Firepaw on being chosen as Blue Star's apprentice. Others mockingly wished him good luck after yelping. Firepaw felt so dazed by Blue Star's announcement that he just nodded blankly. Longtail padded up to him. The V-shaped nick that Firepaw had cut into the tip of his ear still showed. The young warrior drew back his whiskers into an ugly snarl. Well, I hope you all think twice about bringing strays back into the camp next time, he sneered. Like I said, outsiders always bring trouble. Okay, that's the end of chapter 9. Um, yeah. Bye.